Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey, Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is January 10th, 2019, and this is episode 9. Hmm, I, as I mentioned, am still at my parents' house. Um, it's not easy, and a lot of that has to do with how often I try to sort of escape my thoughts while I'm here. Um, I routinely, when I return from a visit with my parents, feel extremely, extremely tired, but as if I don't really have a lot of specific, specific memories or incidences as to why that would be. Just this I just have this like holistic fatigue and so much of that has to do with the fact that many of my memories are um, missing and redacted because I was stoned either on food or social media or working or you know just anything not to be there Um, and so now that I have a different set of tools and way to be and trying to be a lot more engaged and a lot more present um and that is really really not easy um I think I'd lulled myself into a false sense of security because I'd seen them over Thanksgiving but it was in California it was like somewhere else and so that was only for two days and it was like in a very different context and I don't think I nearly I give nearly as much um weight to what it's like to be in their home with them um I stay with my family when I see them it's not something that I could ever um combat and you know it's it's also just not a war or a hill that I want to die on because it'd be too emotionally expensive for either of us so the one thing that I have learned or a little bit of framing that I use to find compassion for myself and for my family when I'm with them is this this notion that you can be traumatized and you can be hurt by an incident a thing that was said or anything really even if that experience doesn't necessarily have an assailant and what I mean by that isn't that like you don't know who the culprit is like I know that when my mother says something hurtful to me or my father makes constant running commentary about my appearance I know who's responsible for the feelings that come from that but I try not to see them and this has been really helpful for my mother Um, I try not to see my mother as someone who attacked me and what that allows me is it gives me a lot of sort of like ownership and agency around 
my trauma. Like it it helps me recognize it as a thing that happened even if I were to interrogate my mother about this thing that she did and she has no memory of it or she can, you know, and and truthfully like um testify that she meant nothing by it or that I took it the wrong way. I guess what I'm trying to say is that like I'm never going to get an apology from my mother about something she said to me. Like it's I I I know her and in a lot of ways like her being overbearing and judgmental and said it like setting these impossible standards is her love language and that does make for a toxic situation and it is why I can't see her as frequently as I do and all of this too is just like enmeshed or enshrouded in this extra layer of the fact that we don't speak the same language and so that struggle of like interpretation and um, conveyance of meaning is always going to be incredibly fraught um, but it also means that, like, you know, in the past I've been like, my eating disorder is because of this, this, and this, and this that you did. And not only does my mother not entirely believe in disordered eating as a disease or, like, a mental health issue, she disavows any knowledge of the fact that this occasion took place and like part of it is just like people forget all the time and what's significant to you may not be significant to them and so they have a lot more of a propensity to forget it but what that means is that like her forgetting it doesn't erase my trauma like I still get to be traumatized even if like no one steps up and like admits to have been the perpetrator and like then issues the apology of my dreams but in being allowed to just sit with that trauma and acknowledge it and make space for it like not only does it mean that like my healing becomes like a thing I do for myself but it also makes me stop gaslighting myself into thinking that never happened and it sort of rids me of my greatest fear around it which is that it actually didn't happen and that I'm crazy. Um, so yeah, like doing a lot of healing around, like not like, you know, that I'm writing in like permanent marker and like a big book of grievances of all these things that I carry around with me, but in acknowledging the trauma and sort of being able to file it in the correct file in my head and spending time with it and letting that exist makes it possible for me to let it go in so many ways especially as my parents get older like and this may not be your experience and you know my parents tried really hard and I really really genuinely believe that um they don't have any tools and I watch them the way they like spin and are so fearful and are so resentful of things that they've never uttered aloud in this like society they live in that don't understand them and 
and like their defense mechanism of like not caring to be understood and like all of that like it just makes a very specific um, household to grow up in you know I mean I definitely think I'm bulimic as a direct result of this feeling of scarcity in my home like my mother was the second youngest in a family of six who grew up in like like actually hungry um like not having food on the table like and I I I understand like this this poverty but I have no understanding of what it would be like to genuinely not know if I was going to be able to eat um and my father similarly is the firstborn you know, in a fractured family where he was very much the patriarch from the time he was a really young child. And that all just makes for a very specific parenting. So the thing I do when I'm dealing with them or willing to be close to them while knowing that, like, everything can be a little electrified is I just... This is a huge call for gentleness. And I try to engage with them and I try to understand that they love me so fiercely without any of the ways to convey it. And that while they're not, they're deeply, deeply imperfect, but for today, I choose them. I choose to see them as blameless as it relates to me and again this has not like this is my experience and this isn't for like genuinely hateful or like diseased or like sick and angry people these are for people who like my parents are just people who I may not understand and who may not understand me but love me very much that just helps me interact with them so I don't come from a place of like resentment so I don't come from a place of like you know old grievances and what I do is I actually try to picture myself um as a small child and I picture that person like navigating them and their feelings around them like when I go home it's like it's funny like my behavior becomes really shitty um at times, you know, and, and I know that you guys can relate in terms of, like, how you became, become your, like, teen self, where you are so, so aware of your feelings, but they're very overwhelming, and your total lack of autonomy, and that sort of, like, frustration that arises, like, that stank attitude, but I try to picture myself even younger than that, and there's a photo of me in a frame and I was like a really chubby kid and a lot of like like a lot of like my operating system in terms of what I believe about myself come from this age and I'm sitting on a swing that's shaped like a little metal pig and I can actually like imagine like the way my hands smelled after like riding this this um this swing and on this swing I'm so happy and I also remember that 
my parents took a picture and they made fun of me because it was like a little pig riding a little pig and I also remember that the chain broke and that was like deeply deeply shameful because it sort of like let me know that I was like fat or heavy and certainly heavier than the other kids who who had ridden this swing like since time immemorial but I try to like think of myself as that kid and I try to be really gentle I try not to take on too much when I'm at my parents I try to understand like where my feelings of hurt that can't necessarily be assigned to any sort of like incident that that like would inspire that or incite that and I try to move the day through the day um really carefully like for example when I landed here I realized that I hadn't packed a number of things like my Kindle's not here I don't have the toothbrush that I like I have my backup travel toothbrush I forgot all my probiotics because they were in the fridge and I was just like okay well moving around this day is that person like do I need to just pay attention to like what I need in the moment or do I need to run around trying to replace these things and I just knew that running around to replace these things would just make me so stressed out so I like couldn't do it um so I've talked about being kind to yourself and gentle to yourself because you're burnt out but here I'm allowing myself to be kind to myself because I'm like in a constant sort of low thrum of trauma when I'm with my family but that is the cost of doing business to see them which I need to which is good for me and because discomfort is so intolerable and because I'm an addict who can no longer pick up their favorite, favorite, most comforting addictions I'm really raw and I'm really like a little kid who fully doesn't really understand how things work and I'm just really for the moment letting that be okay so that I can get through this time and so I can receive my parents' love without any expectation that I'll be able to change that or alchemize that um, and try to just accept it for what it is and try to love them the best way I know how and a lot of my displaying of my love is simply being here so yeah it's not perfect it is this like weird hackneyed jury built like mechanism that I'm using to like get through these visits um but yeah it's something I'm trying and so far it's not going too bad I'm just really in my feelings and that's okay so yeah I wish you guys a gentle day I wish you grace around your family and I wish them grace in the way they reciprocate their feelings for you and if you've had to 
detach from your family of origin because of trauma and because the emotional cost of acknowledging them and being received by them is too expensive, then I wish you extra, extra compassion because it's so important to be gentle to yourself first. And if healing means healing away from them, I hope you can feel acceptance in that. And I hope there's profound and tremendous love for you elsewhere. Yeah, okay, thanks.